Welcome to the Frisco Podcast. I'm your host, Scott Ellis, and today we're joined by Jay Veal from Ink Tutoring. I'm going to let you tell us what that stands for in a minute. All right. Welcome to the show. Hey, thank you for having me today. I appreciate it. It's uh, been, a, been a warm time here in Dallas, Texas, but yeah, it's great to up. be here. It is heating up. It's going to be a hot one today, too, so uh, <laughs> hopefully by the time people are listening to this, it cools off a little bit. Yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, welcome. So talk to yeah. us a little bit about Ink Tutoring, because you guys... I think you're tackling one of the subjects in particular that mm-hmm. tends to be the most challenging for a lot of people. Right, right, right. And that is math. But that's something <laughs> you're really good at. Absolutely, absolutely. So tell us a little bit about your background and in, 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 okay. in the subject of math and then how you came to be founding Ink Tutoring. Okay, so um, first of all, Ink, ink Tutoring is uh, it's not complicated tutoring. Um, folks tend to see it as a, as a catchy name, so to speak, right? Um, my original background was in IT and tech. I spent time... Uh, working in different fields um, in IT, you know, Baylor Healthcare, you know, I worked at Microsoft for quite a few years, uh, worked in other uh, healthcare IT organizations as well. But at the end of the day, what I kind of found out was I, I like IT. Um, I don't necessarily love it as much as I do education. And so what happened was uh, over a course of time of working in the IT field, um, got a chance to, to get acquainted with education space around 2008. Um, quite an interesting story because I just got hired by a guy uh, for for, uh, healthcare IT and you know I was supposed to take over the role as an operations director and within about three months I was like hey man um, I had to talk to you and he was like you know what you need to talk to me about I'm just like well I kind of had this conversation with, with, with the Lord, right? And he said, they said, I need to go into education, so I'm, I'm not gonna, you know, I'm no longer gonna be able to be here. And he's like, man, I just hired you so you could take my position. And so um, I think it was a disappointing factor for him, but at yeah. the end of the day, I had to do what was right for my, you know, for, for my calling and what my future was gonna be. So I decided to leave and then uh, started, to, started teaching, actually, in 2008. Uh, I taught at a school called Townview Science Engineering. Um, I taught pre-AP pre-calculus, uh, pre-AP algebra two, and a course called Fast Track Mathematics, which was interesting because I had to teach freshmen three whole years of math in one year. Ouch. So it's crazy, right? So you know, um, teaching uh, pre-AP geometry in an academic calendar year, and then taking a whole year of algebra two and squeezing it in one semester, first semester, and then second semester teaching them the whole year of pre-calculus in one semester. So at the end of the day, sophomore year, they're ready for AP Calc, which is kind of different, right? Wow. When normally, normal sophomores take geometry at that time. Um, so I did that for a whole year, did very, very well. Um, my kids got 100% uh, committed on the state exam at that time. Uh, then I moved to Cedar Hill Ninth Grade Center, did algebra one, uh, then finished off at, uh, at uh, went to Uplift Education, uh, taught, I actually started their AP Calculus program and then taught pre-AP pre-cal and was an uh, assistant basketball coach of all things, women's <laughs> basketball coach. <laughs> so that was interesting. That's cool. Yeah. Um, and then I went to Duncanville and did out an Algebra 2 and Math Models. And then at that point, I took a pause in my education career and decided to go back to IT one last time and went to Microsoft as a technical account manager. I got an offer I couldn't refuse. Um, so I did that for another couple of years. And then I said, I, you know, I had a conversation with myself and said, hey, what is the best way for you to really make the biggest impact for your life? Well, the answer was back in education. So I decided to come back out and uh, got an offer as an instructional coach. So this time, after four and a half years of teaching actual, you know, academia and mathematics, um, I became an instructional coach teaching teachers how to teach math for three years. Wow. Um, did that at, at uh, Adamson High School in Dallas ISD. 
um, and brought them up from a 62% pass rate to a 92% pass rate in the year I was there. So it was a good impact. Uh, and then I left there to go to DeSoto um, District as a STEM instructional coach uh, in part uh, over a STEAM program in partnership with the Department of Education in D.C. Ran that for a year, brought them up to 82% passing and uh, just really had fun with it. Um, became an adjunct professor at Strayer University for four years. So I really was engulfed in the education scene. And so during the course of time um, in 2013 was when I kind of had the vision when I was in education space to start ink tutoring. And, you know, the vision was what's out there right now, right? Um, you have personal tutors who go out and, and handle things. You have centers. But the way to bridge the gap between a holistic scenario of including different stakeholders like, you know, the parents, the teachers, the counselors, the students, the team, uh, maybe coaches if they're, you know, part of sports. Uh, and then, of course, the students, right, to ensure that they have the best academic experience possible. Something like that was not out there while providing back in support to the students and providing mentoring to the students. So at the end of the day, you have this, this 360 degree uh, level of support for the student while they're getting tutoring for them to continue to get A's and B's um, right now. Our percentage is about 95% um, of our students um, in all 48 content areas get A's and B's. Um, and we're talking about they come to us, uh, you know, maybe failing or getting D's, right? But we bring them to that, that level of success within about four weeks max. Um, and those that come to us doing well, we accelerate them to about six weeks ahead of their student, you know, their class. So it's pretty cool in how we do things. Okay, well, you kind of answered my next question, and that is what, yeah. what is different about Inc.? What makes you guys different? So let's right. dive a little deeper into that because I okay. think as parents are listening to this, right. um, you're talking about inc including everyone that is really uh, connected to that student and right. their academic life in some way, shape, or form. Mm -hmm. um, first of all, what is the age range that you guys okay. work with? And then tell us kind of how that that 360 degree view works. How do you pull all okay. those people into that student's success? Circle of a uh, circle, right? <laughs> so um, first of all, um, we are the only tutoring organization out here in this region that actually tutors students from five years old, which is first grade, all the way up to the PhD level. So we go to the doctorate level. Um, and most of the students that come to us for doctorate um, help are coming to us for statistics type of things, right? Mm -hmm. To finish their degrees. Um, we are are in a scenario where when we look at our process, we bring students in, right, um, younger or adult learners, and we have a consultation with them. Our consultation is pretty comprehensive with about 22 questions. It's built to get to know them. And if they're a, a student in high school or college and below, uh, depending on their support level, then we would interact with their parents and them to understand what really are your needs? How can we get to know you as a person? Because tutoring, um, it's about, I would say it's about 85% relationship build and then 15% of the actual content. Because if you go into a tutoring scenario and you don't have a great relationship, the student's going to not listen to you the whole time anyway. Right. Right. So then you're wasting money, you're wasting time, and you're not getting the actual goal accomplished. And so um, being able to have that 22-question consultation completed and then at that point, if it's a student, um, we're interacting with those counselors. Uh, we go. We, we actually email, so we'll email and keep in the loop uh, and the communication loop with all the stakeholders. You know, so the goal is to get the curriculum calendar and mapping. Um, which in this case, the map is going to be an actual TEAK guided scenario. So if they're a state, if they're in the public school system, they work with TEAKs, right? So. 
we get to know day by day what are they learning day by day and then on the calendar side of the house by content what subject content are they learning so it could be a certain teak number but it could be system of equations right mm-hmm. so that is what we need to know on the calendar end. So that gives us a map to say, hey, we want to get this student these few weeks ahead of this topic, and this is exactly how we're going to do it. So uh, being a fact that we get a chance to know those particular two items, then we have communication processes with the teacher to let them know, hey, we're going to be working with this student over a course of time. Uh, We want to have you as a stakeholder and a partner, right? Not as somebody, we're not against you. We're working with you to ensure that the student is able to be successful in your class and for the next level when it comes to vertical alignment in education. So then uh, the the uh, uh, teachers are able to to communicate with us back and forth and give us information that we need. So if there's a slump some point at some point and they're they're going downward in their grade, then we can bring them back up and say, hey, what happened on this test or what happened on this quiz and give them the support that they need. And from a parent perspective, we're aligning with them to say, hey, you know, these are our expectations for homework. We need you to check them, check the student to make sure that they're getting the homework done for one. If they're not getting the homework done and you're also not able to help them as well, then let's go ahead and take care of that. Give us a call, give us, shoot us a text message and we'll go ahead and support them as well. If they're a coach, uh, the goal is they have to be, ac- they have to be uh, academically ready for them to play, right? Have to be eligible. Mm-hmm. So we keep them eligible to make sure that they are able to play sports in high school or if they're getting uh, ready for NCAA, we need to make sure that they're able to to uh, get past that scenario, right? Yep. Um, so, I'm um, including all those people in one scenario allows us to really uh, hold a, a really high benchmark of success and expectations between everybody in that circle of communication, and that's kind of where we have a, a nice niche, right? Our team um, is filled with about 20. Well, actually, we just hired a few more, so about 29. Uh, consultants in the Dallas-Fort Worth footprint, and we have people outside of the state as well, um, and we have people from all kind of backgrounds, from med school students to uh, IT consultants, engineers, uh, educators, instructional coaches, and more to really relate to these students. We have a 90% millennial team, including myself, so <laughs> we're able to relate to the students at right. hand and um, be able to build those particular partnerships and close uh, those learning gaps and you know those opportunity gaps that they they may not have had before before coming to ink tutoring so how do you do you find that teachers are pretty receptive to working with you guys I would think so but for the most part they are there are scenarios where we have to look um, when it comes to private schools there's another third there's a third stakeholder um, that is involved which is normally a liaison mm-hmm. they call them a, a school liaison and so what happens is you connect with them to really get the knowledge you need and that that particular liaison then connects with the student right gotcha. so you kind of become the intermediary person instead of being direct but to get the goal accomplished you just really need to outline your goals um, on what you're looking for with that student and how you're going to meet not only their objectives or not only our our objectives but also their objectives to make sure that that partnership is great at times you'll see that you'll ha- have a little bit of apprehensive mm-hmm. um you know uh responses uh saying hey you know wait a minute you know we've been doing this for a while you know it's okay <laughs> and we're like no don't worry we're, we're here to partner with you um a lot a lot of the organizations out here when it comes to center-based models um that are out um in the field they're not ran by educators they're ran by business people right and so they may not understand what it looks like to have an educational viewpoint um, when it comes to running an actual tutoring particular component. With me, on the other hand, 
I've been through the school system, I've taught teachers, and I've been a professor. So you have somebody running an organization that has been through the education process, understands it very well, and knows where kids need to always go when it comes to student success. Okay, very good. And how do the students respond? I mean, are they, do you find them as they start to have more success in a subject that that potentially they were struggling with, do they start to enjoy it or does it at least not stress them out as much how is that kind of factor into the student's <laughs> so, life so funny you say that because i do, literally last week we had somebody come uh, send us a message uh, via text and says uh, the mom uh, says hey uh, you know it's the end of the school year right um and she's like you know we you guys have been working with our with my student for quite a while now and all of a sudden math is his favorite subject you know what i mean um he hated math to begin with but over a course of time i think we worked with him uh for about seven or eight weeks mm-hmm. and um we really was able, were able to flip not only the thought process but their attitude against learning mathematics right um and it's not only the math that we tutor right we we do stem subjects which of course encompasses science technology engineering and math uh, we do all test preps um we didn't do LSAT, but we just found somebody to do LSAT yesterday. So now we do all, appreciate it. So now we do all test preps pretty much. Um, uh, uh, English reading, writing, and foreign languages. So we really cover okay. the whole suite of, um, of academic content areas. And in addition to that, uh, we're also going to be offering with another partner, we're going to be offering academic counseling services and coach academic coaching services as well. So we are able to guide them in the right direction when it comes to when are you supposed to be taking the ACT and SAT? Uh, when are you supposed to be uh, applying for scholarships? When are you supposed to be applying for schools? Like that component is really going to also be coming into play. And uh, we also tutor dance, which is kind of interesting. No, that's kind of out of left field. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, so so the, the dance is kind of kind of different. Um, we tutor choreography and technique for uh, ballet, uh, hip hop, um, uh, jazz, uh, classical, um, and a few different African dance. So I mean, all of these different things. We're really thinking outside the box and being very unique and pivotal. Pivotal, pivotal <laughs> to where we need to be in the tutoring space. But, you know, just to finalize the question at hand um, is that we are making the students feel really good about themselves as a person and making them feel really good about the content that they're learning because uh, once you do that, they build confidence. And now they're able to teach other students in their class or their peers how to do the work. And, mm-hmm. of course, that changes the game because guess what? Now uh, that they know the content and they're able to teach others, it becomes beneficial for not only the parents, but it becomes beneficial for the student, I mean, for the teacher as well. And it's interesting that you guys are going into things like dance right. because I, I was, I'm a musician, yeah, oh, have awesome. been most of my life, but I always found yeah. that, that my effort in the arts mm-hmm. was very closely tied to my understanding of things, subjects like math. Okay. Um, there's right. a lot of, of, of similarity and there's a lot of math in music, if you will. Right. Um, and I've always felt like those things really complement each other, even though they seem very disparate when you kind of have that balance, mm-hmm. uh, the whole experience is a little bit better. So it's Absolutely. interesting that you guys are going into that, but uh, many other things as well. Then. Right. So it's really not just about math, but you're talking about English and 
STEM subjects right. and things like that. And I used to, I actually was second chair uh, B flat clarinet when I played in a band. I started so. on saxophone. <laughs> I moved to guitar, but I was a. I s- couldn't figure out how to do sax, the jaw yeah. thing. I couldn't figure out how to do the little drop your jaw <laughs> on the set. I wanted to play sax so yeah. bad. I wanted to be like uh, a Kenny G. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> it was one of those things, right? I couldn't get. But, you know, folks will, will see us out there in the world primarily for mathematics because everybody, you know, mostly comes to us for right. math and science. But, um, we have to really un- get them to understand and remember, not only do we do STEM, but we do English, we do foreign languages, we do uh, you know, writing, we do reading, we do um, help with you know, resumes, we do help with essay writing, all that stuff that comes with academic in general, we handle it all. So you can come to us as a one-stop shop, whether it's STEM, you know, English, you know, statistics, writing papers for a dance, for getting into college, for you know, access for FAFSA phone, all that stuff. You can come to us as a one-stop shop. So, do you guys also? We talked. You talked about STEM, but do right. you go into the individual subjects? So, for example, I math was a, a fairly strong subject for mm-hmm. me, um, but when I got into college and I started taking chemistry, I mm-hmm. really struggled with chemistry. <laughs> I loved really? the subject. I actually found chemistry to be absolutely fascinating, and I thought, it man, is. if I could understand this stuff, I could make anything. <laughs> if you really know how chemistry works, Slime, right? you can right? figure out how to make anything. <laughs> yeah. But I, the math side of the chemistry, whatever right. for whatever reason, I mean, I would just study, 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 study. I had mm-hmm. a great uh, teacher in college who would spend a lot of time with me outside of class. Okay. But I mean, I was like a straight C student. Like I just really, really? like I took all my effort for some reason in chemistry to get that. <laughs> okay. But do you guys do things like astronomy and chemistry and those other right. science subjects that are intensely math based yes so um the breakdown of the science component um in our organization we do um uh biology Mm -hmm. and this is at a high school level or a collegiate level uh we do physics of course when we're looking at in high school we're looking at regular you know physics or we're looking at ap or looking at pre-ap um up to collegiate and advanced collegiate physics uh we do we do astronomy it's not necessarily requested as much but we can handle that um chemistry i'd say is one of the the first uh, sciences that we get the most requests for, obviously because it's math based. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, like you said before, it's a fun content. I actually, if I wasn't a mathematician, I would totally be a chemist because oh, yeah. I loved chemistry. Um, or, you know, and or, organic was was tough. Mm-hmm. You know, that's a tough class. Yeah. Um, but uh, when it comes to nomenclature and dimensional analysis and titrations and things of that nature, I was to- I would say I would have totally been a very close second in chemistry. <laughs> um, but we you know we, we do all the different types of, of sciences when it comes to uh, the breakdown component uh, in our organization. So we do everything. And all on the math side, we do everything from your algebra one in high school to your college, you know, engineering calculus three, all the way to your elementary math, to your middle school math and the whole, whole vibe. So, all right. Everything. Good stuff, Jay, man. We're glad (laughs) to have you in Frisco. I know there's a lot of people that, that are going to hear this and will benefit from the things that you guys do for students. And, you know, even for those that may be going back to school themselves they're thinking of second careers they're going back to college and if you haven't done some of these things in a while especially math (laughs) getting your head back into it is a challenge so definitely how how do people reach you if they want to explore the options with with ink tutoring so um they would reach us uh, they can go to our website at www.inktutoring.com which is i-n-c-i-n is in november c is in cat and then tutoring uh, we're also on twitter 
um, at Ink Tutoring. Uh, we're on Facebook as well at, as It's Not Complicated Tutoring. And then um, on Instagram, we're also at Ink Tutoring. And okay. I just want to just really add, um, like you said, we're really glad to be in Frisco because there's a couple of things that we heard when we came to town. Um, we did a survey and said, hey, what do you guys need and what's missing from Frisco? And number one answer to that question was, we are tired of going to centers and we are not getting the actual individual uh, help that we need for our students based on their learning style. Gotcha. And so um, that's our main focus. That's our claim to fame. Um, and we're looking actually at a sneak peek. We're looking at trying to build a learning management system uh, with AI, artificial intelligence and machine learning infused in it to do some more things to really learn students when it comes to a tutoring scenario and adding other components to it um, that can be the best educational scenario for students um, nationwide. So Fascinating. We'll keep a close eye on that. And I love the uh, <laughs> the mashup of your IT and educational careers coming together there now. So good stuff. Absolutely. Well, Jay, listen, man, thank you very much for being here today, guys. Sure. Reach out to them, inktutoring.com. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. We're going to link all of this stuff up. We'll make sure that the awesome. phone number is there. Uh, yes. You can find them on Lifestyle Frisco, but I think if you just go out to inktutoring.com, that's going to be the fastest thing to do. Yes. And uh, if you or your student needs needs help or just wants to accelerate their learning Absolutely. in a particular subject, give these guys a call. Thanks again, Jay. Yes, sir. I and appreciate it. You bet. And thanks to all of you for listening to the Frisco Podcast. We'll talk to you next time.